Why'd you elbow me in the back, Kevin? Hey, Kevin, you got any guts? Jerk. You got no guts. You didn't sew. They sat there and the reporter said it right there. What kind of chicken move is that? You're, you're pathetic, man. Well, that is an audio recording courtesy of NPR of Tennessee, Congressman Tim Burchett, accusing former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy of elbowing him in the back in the hallway of the Capitol. Following the alleged incident, Florida Congressman Matt Gates made an ethics complaint against McCarthy, saying, quote, I myself have been a victim of outrageous conduct on the House floor as well, but nothing like an open public assault on a member committed by another member. The rot starts at the top. Said Gates, Burchett and Gates are two of the eight House Republicans who sided with all Democrats to oust Kevin McCarthy as the speaker after McCarthy led the House in passing a short term spending bill in September. Now, this past Tuesday, under the leadership of new House Speaker Congressman Mike Johnson, the House passed yet another short term spending bill with virtually the same voting result as the one McCarthy had that led him to losing the gavel. Come on, Janet, you want to fight? Come on. This is so ridiculous. I mean, just when you think it can't be any dumber. Well. Unless Marjorie Taylor Greene comes out and says somebody who snapped her bra strap during recession. <laughs> during the, uh, yeah, rural recession. <laughs> That's what, is what I should have said. <laughs> Recess, well, what do we what have the week, week before the senator uh, challenged the guy from the, uh, yeah, the union? Yeah, yeah. Said, come on, let's do it right now. Yeah, but you know and what? They both stood up. I, I appreciate that more than the little slap fight in the back. And then somebody's <laughs> like, ooh, I've been assaulted. Shut up. Everybody, just zip it. Go, just get the hell out of D.C. and yeah, go I home tell them for Thanksgiving. Tell, tell my boys, you know, first of all, I don't see any blood. So y'all go work it out. Right. You know, second of all, if you want to fight, keep this crap up and I'll be in there and you'll have a really good one. How about that? Work it out. <laughs> Don't be coming up in here, or you're going to have a fight on your hands. And you heard it here first on the Morning Jam on Groovy Tuesday. Yeah. Groovy, baby. Two more days, Rose. I know, right? It's a and busy it's a week. Four day weekend. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to be here Friday, by the way. Right. Yeah. I'm we're going to be shopping online. <laughs> well, we're <laughs> going to really. talk about that a little bit later yeah. on. Uh, does Black Friday even exist anymore? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. You still look forward to that. Mm-hmm. You know, have a little bit of that going on. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, not so much a thing anymore, is it? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, here's your thought of the day for this Tuesday. We're keeping in that whole Thanksgiving vein. Mm-hmm. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Mm. Good stuff. I like that. Now, here's a little contradiction in our Mind Jam trivia this morning. Yep. 434-248-0704. Texting your guests people not agreeing kind of like up in in congress today is dedicated to thanksgiving side dish you know it's side dish day so to speak one that newsweek says is number one okay but it didn't even make the top five in the food network rating of the favorite thanksgiving sides now what's going on 
craziness. So it's, Newsweek says it's number one. Didn't even make the top five in the Food Network yeah. ranking of their favorite and Thanksgiving side you, dishes. If I'm going by ranking, mm-hmm. my first inclination would be like, hello, Food Network. Yeah, because they're the experts. That's right. all they do is eat. I should work over there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't be able to fit through the door, but I would well, have a really true. good time. <laughs> so um, what are we talking about? What's that side dish? Yeah. We're talking about that Newsweek says is number one, but the Food Network didn't even make the top five. Yeah. What do you think that is? Okay. All right, we'll have the answer coming up. Uh, on this day in history, in 1934, big, big day, mm-hmm. uh, New York Yankees, I don't like the way this is worded, buys Do- Joe DiMaggio from the San Francisco Seals. Which yeah. isn't even a team anymore. And then he went on to do some pretty amazing things for the uh, for the Yankees. That was like the biggest bargain ever. Oh, I for know. them to get Joe DiMaggio at any price. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go, go ahead, sorry. And, and then when you look this stuff up, you see a picture of a guy that bought his jersey. And it's still in pristine the condition. Seals or the Seals? The Seals jersey. Oh, I bet that is valuable. It's got to be worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Joe DiMaggio is remembered as one of the game's most graceful athletes. A picture player both at bat and in center field. In 13 seasons, he amassed 361 home runs, averaged 118 RBIs annually, and compiled a 325 lifetime batting mark. Not bad numbers if, if, uh, if you're looking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in 1934, Little Miss Ella Fitzgerald, 17 years old, decides she's going to go to New York's Apollo Theater and dance for amateur night. Mm-hmm. But she ended up singing instead, and a legend was born. Interesting story. A 17-year-old girl named Elle auditioned to be a dancer. Standing stage left, she watched the acts before her. The one right before her was a dance sensation, a duo known as the Edward Sisters, and they wowed the crowd with synchronized dancing in sequins. Little Elle was shy and reserved. She looked down at her hand-me-down clothes, and she knew she couldn't compete as a dancer. So when she walked on stage, she called an audible. She decided to sing. Mm. Isn't that something? Yeah. I can't can't match that, so I better do something. I better better be me. Yeah. Uh, We're doing an Ella Fitzgerald song in the Christmas show on the 16th and 17th. Nice. What are you doing New Year's Eve? 1976. So great. Yep. Rocky. Mm Mm-hmm. It debuted on this day in history, starring, of course, Sylvester Stallone, and it premiered in New York. It was the best picture in 1977. Hmm. His name is Sylvester Stallone. He's the star of a new film called Rocky. He's been described as tough, handsome, talented, sexy, sensitive, dynamic, brilliant. He's been compared to Nicholson. De Niro and Brando, but he is Rocky. <laughs> Has he? Has he been? Are we well, a bit overselling? Well, there? we are overselling in 1976. I mean, but I mean, and I love Sylvester Stallone. Right, right. I love him, but yeah. I still would not compare him right. to Brando. <laughs> or, I think I think they were sort of spoofing themselves a little bit at that point. That's the real commercial. Yeah. That's the trailer. It yeah. goes on for another. 30 seconds or so. I wonder if he was embarrassed by that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He gets me but, the kind of guy that might be like, yo, come on. <laughs> yo, Brando? <laughs> oh, yo, Brando, what no. What are you doing? I mean, I appreciate it, but no. Yo, Adrian, what All right. you? That's <laughs> right. All righty. Um, that's crazy. Well, it did launch this 
this oh, uh, mega star, really. He became a star in different ways than Brando and the others. You know what I mean? And did he always have directors? I mean, I, he kind of wrote the Rocky, started the Rocky thing. There's, did he always have directors or did he I, take over that at some point? I think point? he took it over. The, and there's some controversy over that first Rocky film mm-hmm. on the residuals. That he uh-huh. felt like he should have got that he didn't. Yeah, because it was all him, like yeah. all of it. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Sure. If it's your birthday today, you share it with some famous people. Actress Goldie Hawn's turning 78 years old. The giggly, giggly little blonde on Laugh-In. I laugh at news of the future as, oh no, I did it again. Go ahead. And now laughing looks at the news of the future as we present the news of the past, present, and future. So here in the future is Don. No, that's Dan Goldie. That's Dan Goldie. <laughs> Fine. She was in her little bikini. She was like the Gracie of her of her time, yes, wasn't that's true. she? Yeah. Gracie Allen. Uh, TV host Michael Strahan's having a birthday today. He's turning fifty-two years old. This is football, Michael. In 15 seasons, Strahan pummeled his way to 141 and a half sacks, including a record-setting 22 and a half in 2001. The guys that classify themselves as pass rushers tend to be a little bit smaller, a little bit lighter, and want to run around you, but that, that was not Michael's game at all. So I'm looking this up, right? Since yeah. It's his birth. It's a big controversy over him either tying or breaking the record. Oh. Brett Favre was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And here comes Michael Strahan around the corner, and it was like Brett Favre and Michael got together before the. Look, I'm going to tag you in the fourth quarter. Fall down before it'll be less painful, and <laughs> and Brett Favre falls like sort of throws himself on the ground right before Strahan hits him. So this is big controversy. Did Brett Favre throw the tackle? Was it really a tackle? Oh, Did he Lord. break the record? I mean, sports radio went bonkers. Wow. It's quite funny. Interesting. But it's funny how... Of course, how, for those of us who aren't into sports, right? Um, you know, we know Michael Strahan in a completely different yes, capacity. absolutely. And I would have never looked at him and said, oh, you know, he's an athlete that's trying to, to do this second right. thing because he's really good. He is really good at, at what it. he does. Yeah. Uh, TV personality... Rib Hillis from Extreme Makeover and Home Edition is turning 53 years old. This is a little more football. Not nearly as inspiring as what you just heard. Someday, each one of you is going to run your last play. Yes. Your last rush. Yes. Your last pass, your last route, Mm. your last tackle. Mm. You get pushed around. Yes. You pick yourself back up. Pick yourself up. You dust yourself off. Dust yourself off. And you look right at him and you say... What's Listen next? to the morning jam. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You should fix that one. I should have put that in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Maybe I will. Also having a birthday today is Christian singer Stephen Curtis Chapman. Love him. He's 61 years old. This song catapulted his career, much like Rocky catapulted Sylvester Stallone's. Settle up your horses. I'm ready. The Great Adventure. Great song. Great uh, instrumental version before it gets into it. What do you call that? A prelude or whatever? Yeah. Well, the intro. Yeah. Introduction. It's good. Good stuff. All right. uh, Actor Jimmy Simpson. Westworld. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Turning 48 today. 
little wacky on the Philadelphia show. I think I could walk out of here right now. I don't think you'd do anything, because I don't think you're serious. You don't think I'm serious? No, I don't think you're serious. Oh, you think I'm bluffing? I think you're bluffing. You think I'm bluffing? I think you're bluffing. Then bluff this. Ryan, stab somebody. It's time you guys crash my wedding. Wait, what? You? Wait, Liam, you're marrying Maureen? Big time. Don't be jelly. What, what's your angle? Oldest angle in the book, my friend. Love. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's straining himself. Love. Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody's buying that. But, I don't uh, think so. Either. But okay. Well, he's gay. Oh. Weren't you supposed to marry Ryan? <laughs> it goes well, on to say. First, nowadays, with everybody's names, you never know who they're well, talking about. Uh, country singer Kelsey Osborne. She's from Shadaisy, turning 49 today. My little good Don't know much about them, but this song kept popping up as one of their big ones. So yeah, they're good. Little goodbyes, very good. She Daisy, mm-hmm. or as I say it, she's Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's why I never made it in country music uh, radio. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey, speaking of country music, yes. uh, we're gonna have some tickets to see Martina, oh, Martina. McBride, yeah. Joy of Christmas 2023 mm-hmm. tour. That's going to be coming on the 25th, so you need to be available on the that? 25th. Uh, and, and it's going to be at 7.30 mm-hmm. in the uh, the evening. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're going to pick that pick that up. We're going to have those to give away. Okay. Uh, and this is for Saturday's concert. Nice. All right. Okay, back to our Mind Jam trivia. Today is a day dedicated to Thanksgiving side dishes. Newsweek said this was number one, but the Food Network said, no, Newsweek, it didn't even make our top five. What side dish are we talking about? Well, we're getting a lot of sweet potato casserole. We've even had some green bean casserole and mashed potatoes. Okay. So this whole day is dedicated to this particular Thanksgiving side dish. We'll have the answer coming up. Turning 38 today, singer Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Call me sometime. Where you think you're going, baby? Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. But here's my number. So call me, baby. Call Janet and Mark. Toll free, 866-916-3776. Call The Morning Jam. The Morning Jam. some truth with a side of common sense you want answers then you found the right choice it's the rebirth of common sense talk radio we are the morning jam talking about food this morning on our mind jam trivia today's dedicated to thanksgiving side dishes yeah what's the number one side dish well according to newsweek it's different from the Food Network because their choice at Newsweek didn't even make the top five Right at the Food Network. What are we talking about? Crazy. And nobody guessed it today. Also oh, really? crazy. Huh. Uh, according to Newsweek, Americans' favorite side dish is stuffing. And stuffing. today is National Stuffing Day. Okay. And my, my kids love their dressing. Like, if they didn't have it, they'd be upset. Yeah. Um, the other top ones, according to Newsweek, number two, macaroni and cheese, mm. which I don't necessarily think of. 
as yeah. a, a Thanksgiving side dish, but you know yeah, everybody loves it. Number three, green bean casserole, but uh, mashed potatoes. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Well, I, my friend Lori makes a good one, right? So I like hers. Okay, but that's pretty much it. Uh, number five, rolls. Number mm-hmm. six, which is that aside? Number six, sweet potato casserole. Number seven, cranberry sauce. Number eight, Brussels sprouts. Number nine, candy gams. Number ten, cream corn. Or in the South, we call that corn pudding. Corn pudding. <laughs> so just so you know, that's okay. what we call it. Now, according to the Food Network, yes, the top five, sweet potato casserole is number one. Is number one. I I, I can fall into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love me some stuffing. <clears throat> but if it's you like, had to choose one, which okay, one well, would you here's choose? the deal. Here's the deal. When you go to the sweet potato casserole, it's like getting ahead of, in the line. You're kind of going to dessert already. Immediately. So, Do not pass go. Right, right. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I can have dessert with my so meal. I'm I don't have to wait. I'm just going to I'm going to have my macaroni and cheese and my mashed potatoes and my sweet potato casserole. <laughs> and then I'll have a roll with it. And, and then maybe some potatoes. stuffing. I know. I mean, it's just like <laughs> It's like carb, carb overload. Fest. Yeah. You know, unless you're doing a marathon later, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And, and I, you know, I mean, I've had some amazing sweet potato casserole over the years yeah i mean i love me some well it's harder to mess up than dressing is a lot of people can mess up some dressing uh so according to the to the food network sweet potato casseroles number one Mm -hmm. and um and stuffing came in at number six really which is crazy to me wow i mean they had i I don't know that is there anything interesting that beat it out that that you go yeah that really shouldn't have been there green bean casseroles oh it it hit there green bean casseroles beat it okay out wow. which i just think is kind of messed up yeah but that's just me you all do what you want everybody has their favorite thing yeah. that's that's okay hard-hitting news from the morning jay mm-hmm, that's right well it is national thanksgiving or no stuffing day yeah it is we're celebrating it i'll probably make my stuffing like i'll probably make it today Really? If you make it today mm-hmm. and then you seal it up and keep it in the fridge, yeah. it's super tasty by Thursday when you bake oh, it. Okay, so so it gets happy as you. It say. does. It gets happy. All okay. those flavors get in there and get very happy. Right. A lot of people are going to be happy uh, today as we are seeing some rain move yeah. into our area. Some much needed rain. Absolutely. Looks like they've got uh, the fire contained at least in a big island area. We'll take a look at the uh, the latest is that Matt's Creek fire has surpassed over 10,000 acres Okay, as it enters day nine of burning. Well, no surprises here. Footage showing Hamas operating inside of a hospital in Gaza when they were claiming, you know, people are, yeah, and people are dying in their hospitals, but Hamas is running their operations out of there. and, And, you know, there's rumors that there's even weapons. I mean, big weapons inside some of these hospitals underneath Mm -hmm. the hospital. So, Amherst County Public Schools says that they're going to have remote learning today due to the ongoing effects of the Mack Creek fire. Students and families will get uh, more information from their building principal uh, as the afternoon moved on yesterday. But at least they did let them know ahead of time, which will be a relief to any parents. Sure. Yeah. Elon Musk going after Media Matters for defamation. Hmm. They have gone after Musk calling him a racist and other things and reach you know pro-nazi yeah they basically that's mm-hmm. what they're calling him and he said you know what i'm not going to take it and and for anybody that follows this stuff you know that media matters is de- dedicated to assassinating not with a bullet but other ways 
conservatives. That's their with goal. The, with the pen. Yeah, that's all they do. That's how they say the pen is mightier than the sword. Mm-hmm. So Media Matters getting sued, and I hope I hope he sues the you know what out of him because he's got a little he's got a little spending money on the side he, he can does. use for lawyers. He has quite the arsenal. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. So. Lynchburg Police Department trying to find a suspect they say is connected to an armed robbery at the Fort Avenue location of AutoZone. Hmm. Apparently, uh, the store was robbed by a man who pointed a handgun at employees and demanded they open the register. So, okay, AutoZone. All right. Most people use debit cards or their credit cards. I mean, AutoZone, yeah, give me a couple quarts of oil while I'm here, because that's about all I'm going to get. Well, I mean, they, they're going to have a certain amount of petty cash yeah. on hand, but other than that, I mean, other than a couple hundred dollars? Yeah, it doesn't seem like there'd be a whole lot. Which no, means, nothing against AutoZone. We love AutoZone, you know, in advance. Well, and all but those I think kind of most people probably use a debit card when they Napa. go into those places. Yeah, I know. I, I get a little anxiety when I go in there. Do you really? Yeah, I think it's like a dude walking into a lingerie store. <laughs> well, a little bit. I can get it's that. It's like, I don't know where half of this stuff goes. <laughs> they are very helpful. And they, they are. They've got some really nice ladies at some of these stores that they, I found. Yeah, that are that, very that, um, Oh, my gosh. They know too. more than the guys do. I don't I know. know what's up I just, on there. I'm just saying I would not be one of those ladies. Right. I understand. Which is fine. <laughs> you know, everybody has their strengths. If I was good at everything, that would just be annoying. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Hey, one more last story real quick. Ceasefire protesters, that's what they're called now. Ceasefire protesters crashed the Democratic Convention in California. Ceasefire protesters? Yeah. That's what it's called. And they're crashing the Democrats in California. I love seeing them eat their own. Mm. uh, That is the Thanksgiving feast that I'm willing to sit back and watch. Wow. Then a Hallmark movie to finish it off for dessert. And currently we have in the uh, Roanoke area... 39 degrees, 38 in Salem, 39 in Lynchburg, Bedford, uh, 42 in Danville, 38 in Amherst, 39 in Appomattox. And it looks like uh, we're getting some rain just about everywhere. Mm. Appomattox, it's headed your way. Okay. Hang in there. Hopefully, it's going to rain all day today. Uh, that's, that's what, what I've they're heard. calling for. We finished my buddy's ramp oh, late good. last evening in the dark. And uh, so couldn't got it done any sooner uh, then it was actually sprinkling a little bit last night, and then it let up. A so timely way. Yes, no doubt about it. It's a good thing. Lynchburg man is facing stiff financial civil penalties after attempting to bring a loaded gun onto a flight at Reagan International uh, up there in Washington, D.C., according to the TSA. The gun was detected when the man went through the security checkpoint and triggered the X-ray unit. Transportation Security Administration officers confiscated his carry-on and bag and uh, found a 9mm gun loaded with bullets along with a gun magazine loaded with more ammunition. The man told officers that he had tended to store the firearms in his backpack, uh, in a work backpack, and said that he had intended to work during his trip but forgot the gun was still in the knapsack. One of the Metropolitan Washington Airport authorities Again, confiscated the gun. He also faces civil penalties that could cost him up to $15,000. You can travel with a gun, folks, but you've got to make sure it's unloaded, it's in the proper packaging, and everything else. You can't say that you don't know. I mean, yeah, that's just crazy. Yeah. But we, we just, yeah, we had that conversation yesterday with the Blacksburg, mm-hmm. and they talked about how many they had been seeing. Yeah, I think she said nine. I think that's what I think yeah, that was the number nine, she gave. Nine weapons. 
So start with an empty carry-on. Yeah. Go from there. Uh, Virginia State Police now weighing in on a fatal crash that happened in Halifax County on the 15th around 8 o'clock at night in the 1000 block of Howard Anderson Highway. According to the state police, a 2006 GMC Envoy was traveling south when it ran off the right shoulder. The vehicle overcorrected, ran off the mm-hmm. left side of the highway, hit several trees. The vehicle then overturned down an embankment. The driver, Corey Wetmore, 28, of New Jersey, died at the scene. The passenger, Brittany Forsyth, 26, of Browns Mill, New Jersey, also died at the scene. Neither was wearing a seatbelt. Mm. Wow. That's pretty sad. Yeah. So we're going to uh, we're going to have Molly on here around seven oh six. She's going to talk to us about the drumstick dash, which obviously we all need to do after realizing how popular carb. the carbs are yes. for the. For well, the it's like Michael Scott on crack, you know. I know. I, I was like looking at my menu, going, "Oh, I am a major carb pusher <laughs> this year." Run to the drumstick dash before you gobble. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have some things that aren't carb laden mm-hmm. like i've got well that's not it okay uh like i've got a saw thanksgiving saw and i've yeah, got deviled good. eggs roughage yes Those are, you know, i've got sausage balls where, is, where does good. deviled eggs fit somewhere between dessert Anywhere. And, and dessert and dinner they're like they're like, <laughs> like a warm a great appetizer right yeah or they're just great to have just like a little one little accent on your plate right. Yeah. I mean, how do you prefer to eat them? I'm anytime. One I can at get a time. <laughs> well, you know. Sometimes two at a time. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my. Here's another story. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this one or not, but uh, a Charlottesville High School mm-hmm. uh, being shuttered for at least three days. Oh, my. Wow. After dozens of teachers called out of work last Friday. To protest escalating violence. Oh, my, yeah. 30 Charlottesville teachers called out sick. I'm using air quotes. Yeah, yeah. The calls were a coordinated effort to draw attention to the violence after the police were called to the school to address two back-to-back fights. Hmm. While Friday's closure stemmed from the unexpected lack of teachers... Charlottesville City School says the decision to extend the closure another two days was made to allow, quote, planning for a reset of school policies, procedure, and culture. You're going to do that in two days. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. That is impressive. Hope you're documenting it so we can, like, (laughs) pattern that, right? Yeah, we got to learn from that. Uh, Shamia Hopkins, a mother of a Charlottesville sophomore, finds the situation disheartening and irritating. She told Crisis in the Classroom her daughter wants to transfer schools to escape ongoing violence. Mm -hmm. Quote, she just feels like no one hears, no one listens. There's not any real consequences going on. Oh, there's the C word. Damn it, it's time to clamp down. So what, what, we talked about this yesterday. What is the better thing to do? Have some people get upset because you're too strict or have some of this silliness? But because they've tied any sort of discipline to being racist. Yes, and which is just asinine. It is asinine. Uh, the mother says she, uh, I don't want her to feel like she has to change her life because of things that are going on. She has a middle school child who's afraid of being sent to the Charlottesville High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mother, too, says she shares her older daughter's stress, saying she frequently wonders if she's going to get a phone call wow. while at work. Um, she is standing by Charlottesville teachers, though, 
she said, it has to be hard to deal with angry children every day or children that have some type of behavioral issues. The last thing you want to do is be constantly blamed for having to defend yourself or stand up for another child. Right. It's exhausting. She said, these kids have no outlet. They have nothing. It all starts with a village. There it, it is. It goes back to And that. I feel like the school system needs to take accountability, uh, but some of these parents need to as well. Exactly. Exactly. The parents have got to be part of the it's solution. It's not just the kids. It's it's the whole family structure. You this. can't raise a kid all feral, let it raise right. itself, and then send it to school. Right. And, and expect them to... To fix it. Yeah. It's not their job. It's their job's to educate. Right. But, but they're carousing wild animals. So they can educate. You know, Charlottesville announced an interim principal yesterday, two weeks after the school's former principal resigned from the role. I guess just gave up. Yeah. Parents rejoiced the move on social media, saying if anyone can fix what's broken, he can. So I don't know who that is, but he's got a lot of pressure on him. Yeah. Schools nationwide are experiencing upticks in violence. We had the story yesterday about the girl that was stabbed 14 times. 14 times. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, last spring, and we still don't know Mm-mm. who the perpetrators are. Now, I realize we know, they're we know minors, it was a female, but we we know nothing about everything blurred out. Yeah. yeah, California teachers have alleged a culture of retribution, claiming they have faced disciplinary action for speaking up about hostile environments, which is crazy. That yeah. means you don't. I mean, you care. You have to care about your employees. The teachers are the employees. Why the administrations aren't saying? We're going to do something. There's got to be somebody, Janet, in this country, some kind of magna school or something that's pulling it off with with half the budget that our public schools. Here's the thing. You get what you expect out of children. And I've always said that. And a prime example is I I, my kids had some friends and that they would have over to the house Mm -hmm. and they were not very disciplined. Right. In in, in any way. Right. (laughs) Really. Um as far as manners were concerned, um, even. But they knew what they could get by with at my house, and they knew what they couldn't get by with They knew where the line's house. at. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they want it. They, they want do want it. You're right. boundaries. They need them. It yeah. makes them feel secure. Sure. They know what's expected out of them. Mm-hmm. They know what they can and cannot get by with. It right. creates security. You know what lack of discipline and, and lack of boundaries gives you? This. Right. It's, Absolute chaos, Lord of the Flies. That's yes, what it yeah, gives exactly. you. Exactly. I mean, it's like our, our schools are like little war zones. Yeah, there's not bullets. Well, in some cases, there are bullets. There are bullets um, or, or knives. Or knives. Right. But but it, you can't imagine as a kid the anxiety that they're dealing with when they go and say, "Am I going to have my rear end kicked today?" They point to softer approaches to discipline as the a reason for the violence at Louisiana High School, which trained its staff on restorative justice practices. Right. Saw 14 students arrested hmm. just in the last month. Wow. 866-916-3776. You're on the Morning Jam. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It's Todd. Hey, Todd. Hey. Doing? Doing Todd good. from FNL. Hey. How's it going? Yes. I've got an opinion about your school situation, and uh, I have friends that teach. I have friends that drive buses. So I have the whole spectrum and some that work in administration. And does this ring true for them as well? Yes, this does. And the problem is most, I won't say the percentage, but most are coming, the kids are coming from families with not two, two people in the family. 
that are in charge of the family, a father right. and, a, and a mother. Mom and a that dad, That is the right? biggest problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest problem right now. And you can just lay your hands right on it, and that'll be, you know, 80% but, but of the But, Todd, problem. you and I, I, I dare say all of us mm-hmm. know some single parents out there who did an amazing job with their kids. You can't just say, well, I'm a single parent, so I can't be held responsible. I mean, there are all kinds of people out there who have done, you know, widows and Mm -hmm. widowers and grandparents that have raised their grandkids. Right. And have done a great job. Uh, I'm not saying that it's not due to the breakdown of the American family. I do think that that's that that's it. But that's not all of it. Um, they're just not, nobody's disciplining their kids anymore. Mm-mm. It's just not happening. It's just sad. Yeah. 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 Well, well, like I said, if you don't have the grandparent or somebody step up, though. Right. You know, uh, and, and many I, times I we my, don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank, it's like a separation once, and, uh, you know, like I said, it goes all the way to the, trying to find a school bus driver today in this, in this society. Well, would you want and to drive a, a bus? I wouldn't. No, I mean, I had a good friend, and he he gave it up. He was he drove buses for twenty some years for the city of Lynchburg, and uh, he just finally couldn't take it anymore. He he said between you know not being able to speak to the children on the bus anymore because you know he was being disciplined for trying to stop things on the bus. Right, right. Yeah, I mean there were so, it's, you just can't win. Yeah. No, and money is not solving this problem. No, it's not. I mean, you can't throw more money at it. It, it does. Yeah, well, I mean, we've proven it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the numbers that we spend per child in the public school system, oh, it's compared to what you can send a child to a private school, you're like, what? What's what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I mean, you can, you know, public schools are spending almost twice what you can send a child to a private school for. Yeah, a nice know? private school. And, <laughs> yeah. and the person who's sending their kid to the private school is paying education Double. for the public school. Yes. On top of that. Right. And, and people without kids, right, right, <laughs> are yes, also contributing exactly. to the mess. Yeah, yeah. Well, we so appreciate I'm, you calling I'm, in. Yeah, thank All you. All right. Well, listen, everybody, get ready for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yep. we'll be seeing you Thanks soon. Thanks for shopping with us. Uh huh. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Todd. God bless you, Todd. But he's right. You do yeah. hear it. I mean, I've I've had conversations with with teachers just standing in line at a store, mm-hmm. and that's what it always comes back to, is the the lack of of discipline. Uh, at home and then of course at school as well right so we'll be back how about some uh beatles rain we're gonna get play you some songs that talk about rain yeah we're celebrating this rain today we need it it is 6 47 Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Tomorrow's another day, and I'm thirsty anyway. So bring up. That's what we say. Yeah. Bring it on. We need it. You know, she was one of my. She was one of my girls that helped me. She's always been in my... She, I've just got that group of women yeah. that I like to listen to. She's up there with Allison Krauss and the rest of them. Yeah. Man, I was in love with her. <laughs> Not it's, a lie. 
She could have rained on my parade any day. Yeah. Joe D. Messina here on the Morning Jam. With a little, uh, got a little Tim in there, too. Mm-hmm. Tim McGraw. Oh, is that him out. in that harmony? That's okay. him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think you can make it on a $100 holiday for Christmas? Uh, mm. mm-hmm. I know. I don't know. We've been talking about how tight Christmas is going to be for a lot of people yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the season of giving it can be rather unforgiving at times. Expectations could be high for you to demonstrate your care by packaging your love in a pretty box and putting a bow on it. Um, <laughs> there is... Uh, there's a, a lady who suggests, her name is Michelle mm-hmm. Singletary, and uh, she says she gets asked all the time about how to pull back during the holidays when money is tight or a job situation is tenuous. Federal workers have been living under the threat of a shutdown for weeks. Uh, those who have businesses and incomes tied to, to that, uh, even if a shutdown is averted, it can only be temporary just because of the way the Congress is is, is right now. Yeah. And then just a lot of people are being laid off. Mm-hmm. The economy is not great yeah. right now. Um, so there's so much pressure around this holiday time, commercialism of the holidays. Do you know why you're have, having trouble thinking of gifts to buy for friends and family? Because most people don't need what's on sale on Black Friday. Right. Uh, she says they don't need another sweater, a scented candle, or a kitchen gadget to clutter their countertops. Do they need slippers? <laughs> I need slippers, Santa. Oh, oh, do you need some slippers? I need some new slippers. Okay, well, maybe if well, you're my good. other ones are falling apart. Ah, Okay. Uh, apparel and accessories, as well as gift cards, are at the top categories on uh, U.S. shoppers' wish list this holiday season. That, according to a Shopify survey. Mm-hmm. And some people are very conflicted this time of year because they want to be generous. She said that one year, her husband, she and her husband, tried out a $100 holiday. Mm-hmm. They agreed to keep their entire budget, with the exception of food, to $100. And they say they have a large extended family, and the gift buying was becoming overwhelming. So does that mean like I could get something on Marketplace, too? I don't necessarily have to go and... See, I'm completely the... fine with that. Yeah. I, I love I love getting... Because, you know, I love older things. Right, right. You know, especially certain er, eras. Mm-hmm. I love that. So, um, for me, that would be a perfect gift. Yeah. I have, um, like, cousins. And my sister's like that. My niece is like that. Mm-hmm. They love older things yeah so that would be perfect for them um the idea came from a book called hundred dollar holiday a case for a more joyful christmas and mckibben Hmm. said that um it was a way to help families avoid getting into debt during the holidays i like that i do too and since whenever we try the hundred dollar challenge we have the best time the point isn't to stop giving it's to give things that matter Whenever we do the $100 challenge, we have, you know, a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Giving things are rare. Time, attention, memory, whimsy, he writes. We run short on these things, but we have an endless supply of stuff. Yeah, we do. Grandparents can record themselves reading their grandchildren's favorite books. Create a calendar with each month representing your favorite photos taken over the past year. Give coupons for your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you decide to have a hundred dollar uh, holiday, even with kids, um, they say you, you need to give a warning. Okay. People need to have an explanation. Yeah. If you're going to attempt this, prepare people now. They tried it one year without 
adequate explanation. One family member didn't speak into it until Easter, okay. which could be a present all of its own, depending on the family member. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I'm thinking you, you mentioned a book. Right. You could do that. You could do that. Um, you know, you could do that with on YouTube. Create a YouTube yeah. account. It doesn't cost you anything. You can do a chapter at a time. You can do it with your phone. Mm-hmm. Upload it. It'd be pretty simple. They yeah. say you need to tell people that you're, you're you're struggling a little bit. Most people are going to completely be on board with that. Um, the friends who love being on the receiving end, who will be offended that you don't speak their love language, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like it or not, a gift for some is a visual symbol of love, but inexpensive can still be thoughtful. Mm-hmm. They say the hard part can be kids. Right. Well, that can be the difficult part. Well, they may not get the latest whatever. She said, uh, explain that the holidays might look a little different. One holiday, mm-hmm. I asked my eldest, who was eight at the time, what's the most important thing about Christmas? And she said, Mommy, don't be mad, but toys are the best thing. Hmm. Which I, th- I think most kids would, would say that. Um, immediately following that, she said, if Santa doesn't give me lots of toys, I'll be mad, but just for a little while. And then I'll go play <laughs> with my cousins and I'll forget all about it. Right. Uh, the glee that children feel as they rip open a gift is temporary. The love they feel all year is permanent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think a lot of people, hopefully, if they are in that position, they'll be brave enough to have these conversations mm-hmm. because it's far worse to get yourself in a bad financial place. Oh, I know. For sure. Because January's coming. Right. And the mail runs. Mm-hmm. It's going to be sleep, due. Come rain, come snow. Right. You're still going to get that MasterCard bill. I just don't do it. A hundred dollars would be would be tough. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> I mean, we've got I, five kids between us, and mm-hmm. you know, I can and then see there's some creative others. ways. Well, you could do like Secret Santa to kind of help offset some of that. Well, and we and we are we are doing some of that this mm-hmm. year. Uh, we're doing Dirty Santa on Christmas Eve for some, but then you still have your immediate immediate family. Fortunately. For me, most of my boys are meatitarian, so if I get them a big old package of sausage balls or homemade jerky, they're so yeah, happy. they're happy already. I yeah. know, right? <laughs> oh, and you Lordy. said you still have sausage balls left over from... I have one left. Okay. And it's my wife's. So oh. I'm, I'm going to... Uh, she called that one, huh? Yeah, I'm going to just let her have that one. All right. Because I'm a giver. <laughs> you gave to me and I gave to her. Look so. at that. That's a beautiful thing. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to have from our Roanoke News Desk, Bill Trefiro will join us. Uh, we'll also take a look at your forecast. It is raining. Maybe not as heavy as we want to yet, but for most of the listing area, you have a 100% chance of rain throughout the day today, off and on. And heaven knows we need that right now. So bring it on. And we're going to talk to Molly. She's helping us unpack the drumstick dash is coming up in Roanoke. We'll mm-hmm. talk to her about six minutes after 7 o'clock. Thanks for being with us on this Groovy Tuesday.